So I'd like to invite up Gretchen Farmer, and you might think, well, this is like the third time we've heard from Gretchen. Well, that's because when we were on our way home from Chick, I had the students come and sit with me at the front of the bus, and she said to me, she, uh, we talked, but then I, I um, she said, I need a little more time to process, and so I'm going to go write some things. So she went back and wrote four sermons, and so... Um, <laughs> And she said, which one do you want me to share? And I said, would you be willing to share all four? And today is about the calling that she received while she was at Chick. And so I thought today, having um, two missionary uh, adults and two missionary kids with us, that we should talk about calling. Here's Gretchen. Morning. Um, So I just wanted to start off with saying, um, you've probably heard the kind of cheesy Sunday school saying, what would Jesus do? And from the chick experience, I no longer see it just as that like thing you learn in typical Sunday school. But looking at the meaning really helps you reflect on the choices that you should make. If our choices are similar to the choices that Jesus made, we're in turn closer to him. Uh, I believe that through the word, others, and the Holy Spirit, God is able to do amazing things with us if we just open up, listen, and let him in. Um, at Chick, one of the speakers described everyone in the room as missionaries, and at first I was like, yeah, that's probably just something in the future, something that he was just saying to make us feel better, but I realized it was actually true. It doesn't matter what age, gender, or background that you come from. It only matters that you live for God. We just have to open up to him. You also don't have to be perfect to be a missionary for God. God uses even the worst of sinners to lead others to him. We don't change ourselves but God changes us to change the world. We can all be missionaries. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future, Jeremiah 29:11. Something that I've continually struggled with is finding out what my purpose is that God has for me. One night, a speaker at Chick was talking about our purpose, and it just hit me. God has a purpose for me, and that purpose isn't for you, not for my friends, not for my family, and not for anyone else except me. And that's true for all of you, too. You each individually have your own purpose. God put each and every one of us on this earth for a reason, and if we don't live that out, then what's the point of saying that we're a Christian? It gives me a special feeling to know that I have a purpose, and no one can replace me for that same job. If we do not embrace our purpose, then who will? Without serving our purpose to God, we will never experience what it is. And doesn't it make you the least bit curious to know what that purpose is? Through God, you get a chance to experience amazing things, and who in their right mind would pass that up? You think of all the lives that you are able to touch through God. And on the last night of Chick, the crowd showed their sadness because we had to leave the next day. But the speaker told us to be happy and excited. He explained how there are millions of people that were not sitting in the chairs that we were in that night, and, then, and that now we had the opportunity to go and make disciples of all nations. This is not a really one-and-done kind of thing, but once you do something for God, make it your mission to do everything in your life in a way that serves him. God should be intertwined in every aspect of our lives. On earth, it is our mission to serve as missionaries of the world, sharing God's word with everyone. My purpose is to live for God.